0: Everyone, today is September 29th, 2018, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu Gi Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger, and I'm Deck Tech. Earlier this week, 5D's World finally dropped, along with a lot of new cards. We've got a new box called Stardust Acceleration, a new structure deck called Synchro Connection. We've got five new characters, we've got character rewards, we've got character skills got some farmable drops that we'll discuss at another time but there's just too much going on um there's probably a whole new meta that we're completely unaware of there's just total madness right now definitely what's up
1: uh you know a lot (laughs) um that's kind of my story this week is i've been busy with real life stuff and then obviously like you said there's just so much going on in the dual world itself in the game that I just have been barely able to keep up. Um, I've not quite yet finished all the unlock stuff for the new character. Well, let's go back. My plan last week was to try to hit King of Games this month. And I was like, and if I can, I'd like to do it before the new world drops because there's going to be a bunch of stuff in the new world and and it's going to be tougher to do after that. And I was right about half of that because... I haven't played a PvP game since 5D's dropped, Um, and also the downside, though, the part that I was wrong about was that I was not going to hit King of Games or even get close uh, before 5D's dropped. I'm not even at Legend yet, I'm pretty sure. I'm still at Plat 4. So I'll get to... I'll play a couple games this weekend and get to Legend by the end of the month because otherwise that's a little embarrassing, but... uh, I just have not had a ton of time to play, and all the time I have been playing, I've been trying to do these unlock missions and everything, and I'm still not even done with those. I only have, I think, three of the characters. So, yeah, at stage sense. nine and uh, working through it, but it kind of takes a little while longer, especially since it seems like the game's not that good. The the AI for auto dueling is not very good at doing synchro summons. So a lot of the stage missions required you to do specific synchro summons and. I like auto-dueled for a whole day and didn't complete them and then kind of watched as one of the auto-duels went and I'm like, you're not even trying! So, uh, right. I don't I don't know why. I guess the game's more preoccupied with winning and that's a different issue. But, uh, anyway, it's been slow going is the end of that long rambling thing. That's where I'm going this week. How's about you?
0: Yeah, same, same boat in regards to the ranked. I was... Well, I hit King of Games on the past Wednesday. Not this Wednesday, past Wednesday. And I haven't played a ranked game since, so it's, it's going on a week and a half for me. And I we were talking how we have to get the five five PvP games in to get 15 gems. But I wanted to you know, check out the new world. I have to. I'm probably just going to throw out some like Gen X or Gusto deck just to play five games for the sake of it today. And... Um, yeah, I I haven't hit played my games because there's too much to do. I did hit I did get all the characters, but it took a really really long time. And um, the staging up wasn't too bad, but as you mentioned with Akiza's um, mission, I think you had to do the six summons of Black Rose Dragon, and I had to do that manually because you know they could synchro summon if they wanted to, but then they just put it in defense mode and, and face down, and obviously you can't synchro like that. Um, an e a very easy way to do it is with Gen X cards, because they have like a 3 and a 4 that kind of match up in a special summon, so you just get that done it doesn't matter if you win the game or not it's just, you have to get those 6 6 summons in but the thing about getting Luna was really difficult for me I mean, it wasn't difficult, and you just had to pl- win 100 games as Leo, and that requires getting to stage 10 and stage 11, and I played my 100 games. I got a card back and I didn't, but I didn't win 100 games. I had to I had to win like 30 or 40 more games because the also the standard duelists are a lot tougher now. They have new decks. So that made it even slower. So I was basically just going to get the dual orbs non-stop and fighting everyone individually every standard duelist. So that took up all my time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the decks do seem a lot better for the standard duelist. So uh Like you said, it's all kind of slow going. But it's cool. It's fun to explore all the new stuff like we're going to do in this episode.
0: Right. First, before we talk about the new stuff, we have to talk about some old stuff. And one of those old things are the Duel Links Meta Weekly 39. This happened on the 25th, which was actually card release day. So I guess depending where you are in the world, some people got got their new cards early. Some people got them later. Some people probably didn't even open the cards when they joined this tournament. But um, they didn't scratch the surface of this tournament because people didn't have the decks. They either didn't have the decks, they didn't know what to build, they didn't have the cards possibly. So this is a bit of the old meta snapshot.
1: Yeah, I don't see a single new card here, so I assume they just didn't
0: use it. I, I mean, know. they they brought them to the tournament. Like, there's some... There's some decks like
1: oh you're right uh,
0: okay yeah it's on the yeah. on the side here they just didn't do well okay yeah obviously <laughs> yeah so first place Yugen Height I think he was the first place guy in the last Casey Cup or something I forget he 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 placed somewhere but sealed tombs vampires endless trap hell Amazonus that is those are the two decks he brought
1: <laughs> uh, yeah we were talking about it uh, before we started recording we're going to go through these ones a little bit more quickly than we normally do because we have a lot to go over in the other stuff. And also because these decks are, as we kind of just discussed, mostly old meta. So, um, there's nothing crazy exciting in these lists. Um, he runs two Amazonas Sage, which is a little bit
0: interesting. And, um, that's kind of all I have to say about that. Nothing exciting in the vampire deck, uh, no extra non-zombie monster. SoCal's Finest. It's not deck tech for some reason, but... Um, <laughs> Cyber-style UA, Endless Trap Hell, Amazonis. The uh, Amazonis has a Chainsmaster. Haven't seen that card. Yeah, that one's a little bit
1: less common. And then the traps are a little bit all over the place. I don't know if that's intentional to try to make it harder for your opponent to read what traps you have or if it's just because he doesn't have a bunch of the rarer traps but he's got one drowning mirror force one floodgate trap hole one mirror wall two paleozoic canadia one widespread ruin and one wall of d instead of kind of a, a more consolidated suite of stuff so that's interesting
0: uh j sanch ghost third place endless trap hole. amazon is switcheroo spell books
1: uh, the Amazonas, and this one is a little bit notable because it's only running eight monsters, and it also has a Cosmic Cyclone in it, whereas a lot of the Endless Trap Hell um, kind of run one or two more monsters and only have
0: traps and no spells. And third place Ghost Mythic Depths for higher Endless Trap Hell Amazonas. Uh,
1: we like this uh, Mythic Depths. We talked about it before that deck didn't really take off but this version is running one Dragon Ice, which seems fun. Obviously, it works with the Sea Stealth attack, and uh, there's a lot of free uh, special summons, so you get to activate it fairly frequently in this meta. Even though the stats aren't great, it's a cool little effect, and it works. The uh, Amazonis is pretty routine standard.
0: Galaxy Cyclones are back in this one. Yep, that's the thing. Okay. so hopefully next week we'll have a new meta we'll see um, AC Cup report number 10 was released um, we just got this notification yesterday this was the past uh, Casey Cup that happened late August into early September and if you want to check it out it's all in the game client they have the decks, the top decks that did it I think the first one was the UA deck um, I think Yugen was the player who won so um, check that out all in your game client if you're interested in seeing the past meta
1: Yeah, and obviously past metas are not fully relevant, but they will continue to inform the current meta. Um, Especially as we go over all these cards, it's not entirely clear how impactful uh, this this new set of cards will actually be. So the old meta might be very relevant. So you should definitely check that out if you're interested in seeing that. and, And maybe we'll see how it all pans out in next week's tournaments to see if we should all study the old meta a little bit more.
0: That's true, I might just play Vampires again, you know, this might might act like these new cards didn't even show up. Maybe. Speaking of new cards, we're going to start talking about them. There's a lot of new cards to discuss today, so get ready. Uh, this first box is Stardust Acceleration, new structure deck, not structure deck, main box. We're off to a good start today. <laughs> um... We're going to discuss all the URs and SRs. We did discuss a bunch of these cards before, um, either through leaks or whatever, so we're going to we're gonna skip through some of them. But we're going to talk about the URs, the SRs, and then the notable archetypes represented in this box. Uh, first card is Gen X Undyne, 3-star Water Aqua. When this card is normal summoned, you can send one Water Monster from your deck to the Graveyard, add one Gen X Controller from your deck to your hand, 1200-600. So, you know about water cards, right?
1: Yeah, so this card's weird because it seems like the way that it's written, the payoff is that you get Gen X controller, and the downside is that you send a water monster from your deck to your graveyard, but it kind of feels like it's the opposite. Um, In the current meta with the cards we have, uh, the Gen X actual synchros that the controller enables aren't great, but there's a lot of value from putting specific water monsters from your deck into your graveyard, you can get like uh, Atlantean and Mermail effects, you can get Citadel Whale effects, uh, you can get the uh, Planter, I forget, Fishborg Planter, uh, in your graveyard so you could start that engine going. Uh, but the downside is that you have to run Gen X controller, which is really funny, so... I'm not sure if this card will see play in the current uh, form because you don't really want to run, run the controller, even though tutoring out a specific thing to put into your graveyard is pretty solid. So uh, if I end up opening packs in this box, I still haven't purchased any, but if I do and I open this guy, I'll test it, see if it's worth it. But right now, I'm not feeling it.
0: Yeah, it's it's like... This card doesn't fit. It does a little bit of both. If you're playing a Gen X deck, like, you probably won't play this card. And then if you're playing the Water Deck, like, you probably won't play you won't be running the Gen X controller. It's a bit uh, in an awkward spot.
1: Yeah, the Gen X are weird. We're gonna talk about the archetype as a whole after we're done with the URs and SRs, but they're kind of this weird combo of machines and then also like separate uh, elemental types, so there's like one of yeah. each elemental, and and it's just a little bit of a weird archetype, because not all of those combinations really make much sense. So, uh, right. there we're probably missing some key cards for it to make sense in the classic TCG.
0: Yes, for sure. XX Saber Full Helm Knight. 3-star Warrior Tuner, 1300-1000. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, you can target the attacking monster Negate negate that, that attack. This effect can only be used once when this card is face up on the field. If this card destroys an opponent's defense monster by battle, you can target one level 4 or lower X Saber in your graveyard and special summon it. So, this is a 3 star tuner, and you could find a budget replacement just for being a 3 star tuner or an X Saber tuner, but this one does a lot just for being an additional, like additional stuff along with being a tuner.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the additional stuff requires it to stay on the field, whereas for most tuners, you just play it and immediately do your summon because they all have weak bodies, Um, and I think that will usually still be the case with this guy, but the strength is that it allows you to have those other effects where you can just play it, um, and maybe it survives because it can negate an attack, or you can play it and attack into something that you know you can kill and then kind of ramp yourself up, so... Uh, it seems like a really solid card, but not like a super flashy one.
0: Ardos Dragon we talked about last week. We w- we do want to note that this is the only Signer Dragon that we can get. The other Signor Dragons are available through skills. So this this kind of makes Yusei's um, Mark of the Dragon skill obsolete, because you could just get these instead of the skill, which makes you run a 22-card deck.
1: Didn't our friend Ruxin tell us it's a signer dragon?
0: He did. There's well, just too much going on that I all forgot. It's alright. Right.
1: I just wanted to shout him out. Thanks for that. We're probably gonna get it wrong lots anyway. Either way. We should just we should just spell it as signer in our notes. So <laughs> <laughs> just, that's how we know. Yeah, to help out. But then we'll leave them in the notes and everyone'll be like, What's wrong with these people? So anyway, yeah. you just can't win.
0: Flamevale Urukizas? Uh, <laughs> Good six, enough. Good enough for me. Six star pyro synchro, one tuner, and any non tuner combination, 2100 for 100. During battle between this attacking card and the defense position monster, whose defense is lower than the attack of this card, inflict piercing. This card gains 300 attack each time and inflicts battle damage to your opponent. So basically, what it is, is you're paying two cards for a 2100 of piercing that grows. Um I don't I don't think there's too much to this card. It's just cheap. It's cheap for being six stars, I guess, but I don't I don't really see it.
1: Yeah, I guess what I'm thinking is that uh the next one that we're about to talk about is also a six star and that one seems really good. So maybe you would run both and then like some like every once in a while you want this guy. Um and so your whole deck's yeah. built around making six star synchros and then every once in a while this one happens to be the better one just based on the game state at that point but i agree this guy doesn't seem that
0: good yeah the thing is they're just in your extra deck so you could just have them for not really you don't have to be played every time but sometimes the situation dictates it so
1: yeah if you think about it um this is essentially a two tribute monster that requires a specific setup for those two tributes and also uh, your deck to be built in a way that's going to be weaker. So if you think of it that way, it's like, wow, why would you run this as a two tribute? Like but obviously it's a little different because there's the tuner and, and various other synergies,
0: but I'm just not super impressed by this. A better six star tuner is XX Sabre Hunle, six star warrior synchro one tuner and one or more non tuner X Saber Monsters. So there's a requirement for the Synchro material. 2,300, 1,300. When this card is synchro summoned, you can select and destroy up to three Spower trap cards on the field. This is very solid, obviously. When when you get to destroy three of your opponent's back row, there's definitely value to it. The thing about it, I think from the tutorial I found out is that it's slow. It's not like a Hey Trunade or a Feng Huang where they do it right away. You have to do them one at a time. And your opponent can you know, activate those cards. But there is definitely value in destroying three, for sure. That's interesting that that's how that works. Kind of makes sense, but a little bit weird. It's like you don't have to do three, you could pick two if you wanted to. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mausoleum of White, field card. During your main phase, you can normal summon one level light, one level one light tuner in addition to your normal summon set get this effect once per turn. Once per turn, you can target one face of monster you control, send one normal monster from your hand or deck to the graveyard. If you do, the targeted monster gains attack and defense equal to the level of that monster sent to the graveyard times 100 until the end of the turn. Even if this card leaves the field, you can banish this card from your graveyard, add one burst stream of destruction from your deck to your hand. The blue eyes are a bit complicated. The blue eyes are making a comeback, and all the cards have an insane synergy with each other, this cheats out Tuners and Synchro Materials. The Blue Eyes Synchro gets out really fast. and You get multiples. You get the Blue Eyes with the Synchro in the same turn, it seems.
1: There's a lot going on. Yeah, this is kind of just part of the engine. Um, the, the, it seems like it's the slightly weaker portion, but it also just does a lot, so maybe I'm just missing something there.
0: The next card's obviously really strong as well. Silver's Cry Quick Play spell. Target one... Dragon, normal Moxer in your graveyard, special summon it. You can only use one of these per turn. Obviously, you're gonna get a free Blue Eyes from the graveyard, and it being a quick play is very good. You could use it defensively if they're attacking. You you do this, and then they could econ take it or whatever. But you probably <laughs> you could. You, it's it's like a defense there, and then you could also play it on your turn. There's many ways to get Blue Eyes into your graveyard, so this is pretty much a free Blue Eyes. Yeah. So this is the one that I was very impressed with. Like, as soon as you see this, you're like, oh,
1: okay, cool. We get to attack <laughs> for 3,000 for free. Um, yeah. It also, obviously, it is kind of intended to work with blue eyes, but, you know, there's also red eye synergy maybe. Um, and a couple other important normal monster. Oh, well, it has to be dragon type. So mostly probably just blue eyes or red right, eyes. Trihorn synergy. dragon. Yeah. All right. There's that um, bunny dragon thing. Is that a
0: dragon? <laughs> it's like 2900 i think yeah like what? What dragon or something yeah, yeah. i don't i, I think it's oh no it's 29 it's 2950 that the bunny dragon's like 2950 yes <laughs> that fifth, um, the extra 50 is like the price you pay for being a bunny yeah <laughs> this is probably the best card in this set it's called unexpected die normal spell if you control no monsters special summon one level 4 or lower normal monster from your deck this card's insane it it gets off a free special summon of any normal level 4 or lower normal from the deck it is good for synchros the future xz's ritual summons fusion summons it's ramp it has gemini synergy there's it, just too much to do with this card it has so much value yeah We always love tutor effects,
1: we love ramp effects, we love, um, you know, synergies, and this kind of has all of that. So, uh, good card with both immediate um, usages as we see them now, and then also kind of long-term growth potential as there maybe becomes more Gemini options or maybe becomes more, you know, better one tribute monsters and all of that type of
0: stuff that this helps. Uh, It might get better over time as well. Yep. Paleozoic, Hallucigenia. This is a card we've seen before in a reprint box. Basically, it's a mirror wall on one monster. And then as a Paleozoic, it comes back as the 1,200 monster. It saw no play when it was released, so I don't really expect this card to be relevant.
1: Yeah, I think no play is slightly harsh. It saw a little bit of play, but it's definitely worse than Canadia. Um, and not a very many decks run like both of them. So uh, it's definitely not a chase card and probably not going to see play, um, but but I saw a little bit of it, so, you know, maybe.
0: I will see play at the wetlands that comes back.
1: There you go. <laughs> that's, that's the key. All right, you want me to do the, the SR since you've been talking for a
0: bit? Sure, read them.
1: All right. Gen X Neutron, a four-star machine effect. Once per turn during the end phase, if this card was normal summoned this turn, you can add one machine-type tuner monster from your deck to your hand. Uh, So, obviously, it is a tutor effect uh, for that tuner, so it can kind of help set you up for the next turn. Um, Since it's at the end phase, you can't really set up for that turn. The machine tuner pool isn't really amazing, but the body's decent on its own. Um, He's also a light, which is a little bit weird, but there's a little bit of synergies there as well. So there's some potential here.
0: Yeah, this card was handy in getting Akiza's unlock thing.
1: (laughs) There you go. It helped in that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it it tutors out the three guy, right? Exactly. Perfect. All right, next one. XX Saber Bogart Knight. Uh, Four-star Earth Beast Warrior. Uh, 1900 attack, 1000 defense. When this card is normal summoned, you can special summon one level 4 lower X-Saber monster from your hand. Cannot be used as a synchro material, except for synchro summon of an X-Saber synchro monster. So, uh, obviously just a decent body, 1900's solid, and then it's got this synergistic uh, within-class synergy for you to ramp up and make synchros happen, and uh, seems like a solid card within that Synchro deck and a decent budget card outside of you know Synchros if you just want to run Beast Warriors with the uh, whatever their field spell is called. A 2100 attacker is not bad.
0: Yeah, so this one you summon it and you could special summon the full Helm Knight and then they become uh, Sousa, I guess. Yeah, that's what the play is, it seems. Sousa's not that good, though, so there you go.
1: Yeah. It's, uh... Do we have a two-star X-Saber? Did we find that? Do you know
0: offhand? Uh, There's probably one in the normal pool. Oh, there's one Axel. No, it's one star. Yeah. doesn't seem to be one.
1: If there were a two-star, then that would be legit, right? Because that's what you want to do. You want to get that six-star guy out. Anyway. Uh, Next one. Dark Elf. Uh, Four-star, 2,000 attacker... Uh, card c- requires the cost of a 1,000 life points to attack. So this is a reprint from the reprint box, um, and it didn't really see play when it first came out, and I don't think it got any better. I mean, there's the slight synergy now, I guess, of you. there's a decent amount of decks that want to hurt themselves, but I still think this is kind of slow for that desire anyway. So I don't think it fits into those either.
0: Yeah, I've got a full play set of these already. Of course. (laughs) Uh,
1: Next, XX Saber Dark Soul. Three-star earth, 100 attack, 100 defense, beast. Uh, During your end phase, if this card was sent from your side of the field to your graveyard this turn, you can add one X Saber monster from your deck to your hand. Uh, So the idea, because it's so small is probably you want to Synchro Summon on the turn you play this, and then that means it was sent to your graveyard, and then you can kind of refill your hand a little bit and set up your next play. Again, it happens at the end phase, so it doesn't really let you kind of chain things and combo off very well. Uh, But it is a tutor effect, and I think it kind of depends on how important a three-star is for the X-Saber Synchros. And unfortunately, it seems like they're not super important because we want to get the six star guy out, so you would kind of need two of these or something. It does this one goes with the Full Helm Knight, they could combine. Full helm. Did we get to that's not here yet. We'll talk about the UR one. Oh. Derp. Three
0: plus three. Oh yes
1: yeah. Three plus three. Math. Okay. So yeah. That that's exactly right. So that's where you want it to go.
0: And this one's weird for being three stars and 100, 100. If you think of a 100, 100, should be one star. But this one's three stars for some reason. So I, I guess that's where its value is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the Synchro's stars are relevant. So it's like, it's not even a downside. It's just an alternative. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's interesting. Basically, what you want to do when you build a Synchro deck is you want to make sure that your stars line up. Uh, so that you can make you have the best chances of making those synchro summons happen. So you need to build it like, okay, if I'm trying to get a six star out, I want all my numbers to add up to six. And so three could be awkward for that, but uh, maybe not. Unfortunately, we've got the Bogard as a four, so it doesn't really work with these three guys. Uh, next one is the White Stone of Legend. 1-star light, 300, 250, a dragon tuner. Uh, if this card is sent to the graveyard, add 1 blue-eyes white dragon from your deck to your hand. So obviously it's a tuner, 1-star, so that's kind of uh, easy to fill out certain things, and uh, it has that blue-eyes synergy. And it's not even when you, like, goes from the field to the graveyard, it's just whenever it's sent to the graveyard, which is also uh, interesting and easy to fulfill.
0: As When you'll talk about Azure Eyes Silver Dragon, um, you'll see why the one-star is important, and it fits in with the other two one-star tuners that are coming in the set.
1: Why don't we just go there now? The Azure Eyes Silver Dragon, which is
0: very similar to a Blue Eyes White Dragon, but okay. It's here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a light 2500-3000 dragon synchro, uh, the cost is one tuner and one non-tuner, one or more non-tuner normal monsters. If this card is special summoned, dragon-type monsters you control cannot be targeted or destroyed by card effects until the end of the next turn. Once per turn, during your standby phase, you can target one normal monster in your graveyard and special summon that target. So uh, this is what you were talking about. You want to get the egg and the blue eyes, right? One, two,
0: yeah, 8 plus 1. There yeah, you go.
1: There you go. Have to do the math because the, as we were talking about, the store doesn't tell you the, the number of stars, but yeah. So if you can cheat out your Blue Eyes, then you could just play this. Um, it lines up in terms of the numbers, and then the next turn you get your Blue Eyes back from the grave anyway, and this gave you your, the uh, White Stone of Legend gave you the next Blue Eyes to kind of keep chaining things and just get card advantage back, and, uh, Has a lot of internal synergy, seems fairly solid, Uh, probably one of the better archetypes from this box, but um, also this box didn't really blow us away, so may or may not be super ladder relevant. Alright, next we have another synchro, it is Black Brute Drago, fire type uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 stars, is that right? Yeah. Uh, one tuner and one or more non-tuner Gemini monster. Oh, sorry. 3,000 attack, 2,600 defense. This is one that we talked about last week, right? No. No?
0: Okay. Never mind. That's about uh, Stardust, I think.
1: Mm. Once per turn, you can send one Gemini monster from your hand to the graveyard to select and destroy one spell or trap your opponent controls. When this card is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, you can select one Gemini monster in your graveyard and special summon it. The Special Summoned Gemini Monster is treated as an effect monster and gains its effect. So uh, this is just a solid, seems like a really solid card for Gemini. Um, It has a strong body, strong effect, um, and then strong kind of secondary effect as well. So I really like this card. I haven't looked into how the tuners and non-tuner Geminis line up to see how easy it will be to summon. but. Seems like a card I'd like to experiment and play with.
0: As I know it, the tuners... I mean, the Geminis are typically four-stars, the ones you want to run. Yeah. So you would want a four-star tuner. I'm not sure if there is one. Mostly threes and lower. it seems like.
1: Good. Yeah, I think they intentionally didn't give us a four-star tuner because they wanted us to run these weak two-star monsters and stuff like that. Old card, yeah. Okay, so next one, X Saber Wayne. This is a five star tuner, so it's the tied for. I don't. I'm not sure if there's another five. Yeah, yeah so it's junks. The, the junks are five. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So it's the cheapest tied for the cheapest tuner, or uh, synchro. It is twenty $2,100, one hundred, four hundred, and the cost is one tuner and one or more non tuners. When this card is synchro summoned, you can special summon one level 4 lower warrior type monster from your hand. So, uh, this one seems pretty efficient, because like I said, it's that low cost, and then it also kind of replaces the cards, uh, the tempo that you've lost at least. You still lose card advantage, but um, you're, that's the price you pay for a little bit of that buff, since it's a 2100. Um, it's not a very exciting card, I think, but it seems like it's a... Decent card. This one might actually make an impact, even though it's
0: the least kind of the least splashy of them. Yeah, I got I got two of these already, so that's good. And I like that he looks like a Borderlands character.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. <laughs> All right, uh, next, Dark Factory of Mass Production. It's a spell card, um, and it's pretty simple. It just reads: Target two normal monsters in your graveyard, and add those targets to your hand. So it's kind of just a decent refill mechanic, um, pretty basic, but it's kind of more relevant now with a little bit of extra Gemini support, and um, also some of the synchro stuff tends to be kind of normal types as well. So it seems like a yeah, this, okay card.
0: Yeah, this is not a card that I was disappointed to get. As evidence from the picture, they have some of those uh, Moki cards. This would also work for, like, Ojamas. So there's a, there's a lot you could do with this. Yeah, that's true. All right, next.
1: Uh, Faustine Bargain. Send one special summoned monster on either side of the field to the graveyard and special summon one level 4 lower normal monster from your hand. So this card seems, like, OP to me. This just... Yeah. There's so many special summons. So it's essentially remove your opponent's monster and also summon your own Gemini monster, probably. Um or maybe set up your Synchro Summon. It just seems really strong, especially since we already had a semi-competitive Gemini deck like in the last set. So I think this card will likely see some sort of play. All it needs is something, some deck to find, because it will almost always have a target. All you need is something that will let you summon a level 4 lower normal monster from your hand. Um, and then you just get a huge tempo swing from doing that. So seems like one of the Really powerful cards of the set, if you can find a home for it.
0: Yeah, I got two of these as well, but unfortunately, I do not have those really good Gemini monsters to combo this with. Yeah,
1: I have. I don't have most of them, but I might have enough. I think that I have I'd one. Do it. I
0: have one Dark Valkyria. I don't have. I think I have that Evocator guy. Mm-hmm. I have some other ones. Yeah, I maybe mean, I'll just put the cheap ones in.
1: Yeah, seems seems decent. I might try that. Uh, and then finally, Offerings to the Doom. This is another reprint card. Um, it's just a quick play spell card. Target one, face it lost on the field, destroy that target, also skip your next draw phase. It was a really hot card like when it first came out, and then it's kind of cooled a lot. Now it seems like it's only masked heroes that kind of still sometimes runs it. Um, it's a tempo play, obviously card disadvantage because you're... Losing two cards to get rid of one, but it's a quick play instead of um, some of the other ones that are not. And also, it doesn't matter if you skip your next draw phase if you're winning next turn anyway, or you know if you would have died and this saves you. So it's a decent card. I think one reason why it didn't see more play is that it was in that reprint box, so it was hard to get. And this might up just how frequently it comes, just from the fact that a lot more people have it.
0: Yeah, I'm a little higher on this than I was last week. Um... While this box was not too impressive, I am impressed by how many tutors there are, and that could make, you know, skipping your draw phase less relevant if you are getting a card.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. There are a ton of tutors in this deck. Um, alright, let's talk about the main archetypes represented in this box, and the first one is Gen X. A lot of people have a soft spot for Gen X for some reason, um... Most of the Gen X cards that were released came from Electric Overload, so there's a lot of cards, like uh, Gen X Searcher, Gen X Turbine, uh, Gen X Army. It's different monsters that are all cheap monsters. And we talked about Undyne. Undyne's not a machine, but it's in here. Uh, Neutron's a machine, so that's in the SR pool. And then um, the... Synchros all revolve around Jack's controller, which is basically just a fourteen hundred, twelve hundred, three-star Dark machine, and um, that's the one key you need. Obviously, you could use this card in other decks that run synchros. It could be the strongest three-star tuner we have in fourteen hundred. It's not like embarrassing attack, so that's something if you want to run tuners.
1: Yeah, I think there was another.
0: That had a 16, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. This one comes out also from the Searcher. Gen X Searcher is a card from Electric Overload. When it's destroyed by battle, special summon any Gen X. So this comes out, and then you could, you know, Synchro in the next turn. So that In Accelerator, Gen X Accelerator, when you add a card from your hand, you can special summon it if it's a Gen X. So there's two ways to cheat out Gen X Synchros. Mm hmm yeah
1: and then the big ones that it might get are the hydrogenics the windmill genics the geogenics those are synchros. and unfortunately none of them are great um, I think it's kind of what I'm not loving about this archetype the uh, hydro one is a six star um, twenty three eighteen hundred and it's Requires you to run water monsters, and when it destroys an opponent's monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, you gain life points equal to the attack of the destroyed monster, uh, which is not nothing, but it's also, in water decks, not really the most relevant. Um, The Windmill Gen X is similar. It requires you to run wind monsters. It's a 7-star, which is interesting. Uh, 2,000, and it gains 300 attack for each spell or trap you have on the field. Sorry, that is on the field, not just you. And you can send one card from your hand to the graveyard to select and destroy one spell or trap card. So um, obviously destroying back row is strong, and then having like kind of just a beat stick is also pretty strong, but it has internal anti-synergy in that you're discarding a card to make your guy weaker by destroying their back row. So that's pretty feels bad, and I don't know if it's worth running that guy. And then the last one is the Geo Gen X, which uh, seems like the worst one to me. Uh, Six-star, 1,800 attack, 2,800 defense. Once per turn, if you control a level 4 or lower Gen X monster, you can switch the original attack and defense of this card until the end phase as long as you control that level 4 or lower Gen X monster. So uh, the idea is that he can become a giant beat stick, 2,800 attack, but um, it's like conditional, and that's not really... An effect that blows me away. And then when you have to pay the cards to get them out, you'd want them to be more than just a beat stick. So um I'm I'm not terribly impressed with the Gen X synchros.
0: Right. I just found the windmill one useful and there was another stage up thing where you had to do uh synchros synchro summons and this one came out easy easier than the other two, so Yeah. There um, you go. But you're not you're facing the computer, so that doesn't really count for anything. Right. The X Sabers, they're they're the more expensive one. There's the Full Helm Knight, the Hunle Bogart, Dark Soul Wayne, and there's two other uh, X Saber cards and some equip cards that came on the Legendary Warriors Structure deck. So, XX X Saber Guarda Strike is a five star, uh, twenty one hundred that comes out for free if you have two X Sabers in your graveyard. So you get, it's like a free. It's kind of like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, called that guy? fiend mega cyber type thing the tricky it's a medium-sized monster that comes out for free the problem is it it doesn't have any early game value because you need the two in your graveyard so this might have some play in the x saber archetypes as free special summons are pretty good for the uh, synchro summon.
1: yeah it's also good it's good because it helps you ramp into your synchro summon and also it helps you burst people down after you get your synchro summon out right so you do your synchro summon um to clear and you clear their back row with that really good one, the six star, and then this guy comes out and you attack for lethal. So boom, oh,
0: yeah, easy. <laughs> Pretty good then.
1: Yeah, well, was, I mean, who knows? But it seems decent.
0: Saber Slash is a normal spell. Destroy a number of face-up cards on the field equal to the number of face-up attack position X Saber monsters you control. This is one of the reasons why you would run X Sabers to begin with. This could be massive removal. Um the Hunley probably deals with the back row to begin with so this does like this deals with a monster probably or a field they have you know
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah I mean seems seems pretty solid you can you're getting rid of a 2 or maybe even 3 for 1 so that's nice Um you have to be careful because it doesn't read up to it just says equal to, so you might have to destroy your own stuff if you do it wrong. But you can always put your guys into defense position, or, or like not summon that third guy yet until after you play
0: this. So just you know, be mindful of that. And X Saber Souza, this is, it's a it's a seven star twenty five hundred sixteen hundred. I think its abilities, it, it it gains one ability, and one of them is that it destroys the monster automatically. And the second ability is that it's immune to trap destruction. So I guess it plays around treacherous. That is something.
1: Yeah. Except that I bet, yeah, the speed of it is that it doesn't really work because they can just activate the trap in response, right? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like you sacrifice your X-Saber and then they activate their trap. And <laughs> and you're like, oh, I just got I just two for one myself. So, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. It's not, that but... not a good card. I think what you do is maybe you just put this in your deck because you like to to have an insurance in case you don't get the X-Saber that you want and your star's better aligned to Synchro Summon this guy. He's still decent. Um, and maybe you don't even bother using the X, like the tribute effects. and
0: I don't know. Gustos. Gustos are back. They previously appeared in Visions of Ice. Uh, let's see. Gusto Squirrel. Uh, two-star tuner. When this card is destroyed by a card effect and sent to the graveyard, special summon one level five or higher Gusto from your deck. So there's two that you can pick from. So there's that. It's 1800 defense, which helps it stick a little better. The better one. This one's much better. is Gusto Falco. It's a two-star tuner. 600 1400 when this card is sent to the graveyard, except from battle. Special summon any Gusto monster from your deck and face down defense. There you go. Oh, baby.
1: Yeah, the, the Gustos or Gustos or whatever, they haven't been super impressive. Um, but they maybe they just needed this little bit of a boost. I, I understand that they probably had, and I think I read on the Duel Links meta kind of analysis that they have their own special synchro that wasn't given to us so you know maybe
0: that's room for their archetype to grow over time right they just have one synchro that's thy gusto eagles seven star one tuner and one non tuner gustos 2618 once per turn during your end phase you can banish one wind monster from your graveyard to target one face down card your opponent controls destroy it super slow cuz you can't even do it during your turn you have to wait till the end of the turn it's a really slow control card. It's the only Synchro we're getting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's got a you know, decent body, and the effect is... It's nice to control the back row, but like you said, it's really slow because you can't even get rid of something and then attack safely. It's like you would still run into your wall of Ds and whatever by using this, so it's, unfortunately, that's not
0: the best. And um, they have a card like Dust of, Dust Storm of Gusto. That's like Anti Magic Arrows, but better because it prevents hand disruption. And then there's Blessings for Gusto and Whirlwind of Gusto, which both refill and special summon from the graveyard. They have a lot of uh, they have a lot of pieces, but not enough synchros.
1: Yeah, it seems like they have a lot of setup cards, and then just kind of no big payoff. So, um, I mean, you don't have to use them for their specific synchro. You could use them for other synchros, uh, mostly. Some of them are are a little bit more restrictive, so maybe that's what happens with them, or maybe they just have to wait to get their own, uh, you know, the rest of their kind of archetype.
0: And finally, Blue Eyes. The Mausoleum of White, Silver, Cry, Azure Eyes, Silver Dragon are here, and also there's these two tuners, Priestess with Eyes of Blue, Protector with Eyes of Blue. They both work really well. You basically summon the protector, you get the priestess. A lot of stuff happens that I can't really explain. <laughs> you basically get your sync your Azure Eyes, Silver Dragon out, and like a blue eyes. They're they're really there's just so much synergy with these cards.
1: Yeah, since we haven't played a, a ton, I guess that's why we can't explain it. <laughs> but, right. uh, but we can see it in the box and it looks pretty solid and um I'll probably I'm, I'm really thinking about buying, because I have 9,600 gems now. I got a lot from the New World coming and everything, and so I'm, I'll probably end up buying some of this set, even though I didn't necessarily have to, and uh, and I'll try it out because it seems fun.
0: Buy for the sake of buy.
1: Yes, it's the American way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. right.
1: Um. So the next thing is the new structure deck the Synchro Connection. And uh, this... I ended up getting this one, Bind, just for the sake of Bind. Because America. And uh, actually what it was, was there was one of the level-ups required you to use... uh, to do some Synchro Summons with... what's her face? The the Rose Dragon girl? Yeah. And... Thank you. And... I misread her cards and didn't. I thought for some reason she didn't get a tuner. And I'm like, this is weird. Everyone else got a tuner, but she didn't. And so I thought I had to buy cards to get her. So anyway, I ended up buying this box because I was like, whatever. I don't want to think about it. I have a lot of other stuff going on. I need to do this. Like, I just want to get started on this as fast as possible. So I just bought this box and just equipped it to her. And then only later realized that I was dumb and what happened there. But anyway, uh, what's in the box itself? So, first of all, you get a Junk Warrior as uh, one <laughs> copy you are in there, and that would be your second, or, you know, if you buy more copies, third copies of that card, because we got one for free when the set came out. Uh, you also get a Card Breaker, which is an old card, I don't remember what set it's from, but we've had it for a while. Uh, it it does make sense, though, that it might see a little bit of a comeback now that we've got the Tuners, because it's a two-star that you can pretty easily free uh, special summon. so... That makes some sense there. Um, The majority of this deck kind of just seems like mediocre uh, beatstick cards, and it's just the overall write-up is that this is not a high-level competitive deck, and there doesn't seem to be a ton of high-level competitive cards in it, but it is good enough to just kind of buy and just do okay on the lower parts of the ladder. It's like a solid enough deck that's... uh, probably designed to just be a basic intro to the synchro summoning and then not have too much of a complex um, synergies that confuse new players or whatever. So the Junk Blader, 4-star, 1,800 attack, 1,000 defense. You can banish one Junk Monster from your graveyard to give it 400 attack until the end of the turn, so it's just a mediocre beat stick. Junk Breaker. Uh, 4-star, 1,800 attack, 1,000 defense. During your main phase, if this card was normal, summon this turn, you contribute this card, and all face-up monsters on the field have their effects negated until the end of this turn. So um, it's an okay kind of negate-slash-silence effect for one turn, but it really hurts to use up your summon and sacrifice the card uh, to get that effect. So you're not going to use that often. It's more often just going to be an 1,800 attacker, which isn't okay body um but it does have some value against things like you bell and whatever that are seen play these days so that's cool uh next is the junk servant which is a four star 1500 1000 defense if you control a junk monster you can special summon this card from your hand so that's just a free summon uh very good in this deck but uh unfortunately you have to run the junk cards and As we've been talking about and as we're going to continue talking about, they're not the strongest cards, so um, it's probably not going to see much play outside of this deck and archetype. Next card, Junk Forward. It's a three-star, which helps out with your synchros, and it reads, If you control no monsters, you can special summon this card from your hand. So uh, this one, I think, is actually one of the better cards from the deck because it does not require you to play the other junk cards And uh, you can just get a free summon like that. So that can help out with your synchros and stuff. Uh, Junk Anchor, 2-star, 0-0. For a synchro summon, you could substitute this card for any one synchron tuner monster. Once per turn, you can discard one card, then target one non-tuner junk monster in your graveyard, Special summon that target. And if you do, immediately after the effect resolves, Synchro summon one synchro monster that lists a synchro monster as a tuner and use that monster and this card only. The synchro materials are banished instead of being sent to the graveyard. So I don't know the synchro monsters, do you?
0: There's there's a few from Yusei's pool. Okay. All right, cool. So I didn't
1: I didn't get there yet, uh, but we will. So this might be relevant to that. We'll see. It's a, I didn't mention, but it's a 2-star tuner itself, so uh, it also has a little bit of synergy in this deck, even though this deck has no Synchrons. Speed Warrior, 2-star, 900 attack, and if, once per battle phase, if this card is normal, summon this turn, you double it. Uh, The card itself is terrible, but it has a little bit of synergy because there's another card in the deck that can uh, free summon it. Uh, Here we go. Tune Warrior, the three star normal warrior tuner, 1600 attack. So, this is the one that I was talking about. Uh, strongest, I think, three star tuner just on his own. Oh my god.
0: This card's description is hilarious. The warrior's antenna can attune it to any energy wave. It can monitor transmissions from miles away, but always suffers from bad reception. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Uh,
1: next guy he's got dreadlock so he's cool Uh, it's a synchro monster it's a six star one tuner one non tuner when this card is synchro summoned it gains 300 attack for each face up monster your opponent controls once per turn during your opponent's battle phase you can target one defense position monster your opponent controls change it to attack position and also it must attack this turn if able Uh, 2100 1000 defense normally so pretty much just a beat stick guy um but really that's not that impressive it, it kind of seems like i only summon this one when i miss on how my tuners line up and i i need to summon a six star guy so if you get one of the better six stars you would probably just play them over this
0: it can hit through wiz i guess that's the one card that is always played in defense that's the one card it does but that's true we're just talking about one card one card Yeah.
1: yeah yeah there's that so that's cool um harmonic waves target one face up mo- uh, it's a spell card target one face up monster on the field it becomes level four until the end phase um it might have some relevancy in terms of making synchros easier if you have a specific deck where you build it as part of the plan unfortunately that means you're paying an extra card to get your synchro to work and also the cards that we normally want to play tend to be four star monsters anyway in terms of just normal summons and stuff, so usually the problem isn't making a 4-star monster, but the other kind of stars to make it fit, where you need to play 2-star monsters or whatever, so um, I guess it it could work, but uh, I'm not immediately seeing the value of this. I don't think it'll likely see a ton of play. Uh, Junk Barrage is an equip card. When the equip monster destroys a monster by battle, sends it to the graveyard. Inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the destroyed monster's attack, in the graveyard, so uh, it's just a little bit of extra damage once you destroy something. Uh, Like most other equipped cards, it's just bad, and don't run it. Pride of the Week. Continuous spell card reads, when a level 2 or lower monster you control destroys an opponent's monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, if you have no cards in your hand, draw 2 cards. So uh, this card is a very specific, niche, uh, big setup to have a little bit of card advantage. Incredibly situational. There's not even a lot of two-star monsters that can actually even destroy things. So um, I this card, it needs a very specific home for it to see play, and I'm not convinced that that home exists, that it's worth it to even set up a deck where this would work.
0: It's uh, it's for the uh, Wetlands decks, <laughs> the, the pal- Paleozoics and the Aqua Actresses. The two, the aqua actresses. I'm not sure. Two or three. I know that they have a a couple big ones. I don't
1: know what the little ones are though. They just get really big with their cards. Yeah. It also, you know, it has the skull servant on it. So there's the I forget what it's called, but the one that gets buff. The skull servant. Yeah, the guy. king. The yeah. king. Yeah. Okay. The king. And um, relinquished. We can go back to relinquished days. I think. I think that's a one star, right? so anyway <clears throat> uh, Graceful Revival is a continuous trap activate this trap by targeting a level 2 or lower monster in your graveyard special summon it in attack position uh, when this card leaves a field destroy that monster when that monster leaves the field destroy this card so it's just another uh, reanimation card uh, limited in pool to level 1 and 2 monsters so it's not that great um, probably mostly just to set up synchro summons and stuff I'm I'd, I still don't think it's very good, though, even though level 1 and 2 monsters have a little bit more value um, in this set. <clears throat> Limiter Overload, a trap card. If this card is sent to the graveyard, special summon one Speed Warrior monster from your hand deck or graveyard. So this is the one I was talking about that lets you special summon the Speed Warrior. It works in this deck with the card breaker. Um, very kind of niche and not super good because it requires you to run Speed Warrior. Uh, Shape Sister, continuous trap card, it sets up, it, it creates a normal monster, which is a tuner, earth level 2, so uh, it's good for synchro summons because it creates a level 2, and the level 2 is a tuner, so that's nice. Uh, otherwise, though, it's a zero, 0 so for all other purposes, any of the other trap monsters are better, uh, so you only run this if you need that sort of synchro summon setup stuff. Spirit Force, during your opponent's turn at damage calculation, make the battle damage you take from this battle zero. Then you can add one warrior-type tuner monster with 1,500 or less defense from your graveyard to your hand. So I didn't see that it said tuner. So this card is even more specific um, than I thought it was. It's... I'm not actually even sure what the targets are now since I I was looking at non-tuners as well.
0: Hmm. So, warrior Tuner, that's the guy, the X-Saber Full Helm Knight. He's a hes a Warrior Tuner. Hey, there you go. Yeah. A little bit of card advantage back
1: there. Um, and there must be one in this set, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, why would it be in this deck? So the Junk Anchor's one. And the two Warrior is, yeah. So, there you go. I guess that's okay. <laughs> um... And then the last card in this deck is Synchro Strike. Uh, target Synchro Summon monster gains 500 attack for each Synchro Material monster that was used to summon it until the end phase. So uh, this is a limited, uh, usually gain a 1,000, sometimes gain 1,500 attack uh, for one turn. That's not a huge effect, and it's also conditional, so you're not likely to run that in any sort of refined deck probably.
0: Sweet. yep. I might just buy this box for some of the cards.
1: Yeah, I think it's not... It's definitely not a priority. It's not like... It doesn't seem like a very strong deck. You only get one of that Toon Warrior in it, which is kind of a bummer because it's one of the stronger cards um, as just a vanilla tuner, that's decent. But... I like the... You also only get one of the Junk Forward, which is a bummer. But it's nice, I guess, if you wanted more Junk Warriors... Um, we got one for free, so you know that first taste is free, and maybe
0: you get the box out of that. Cool. Um, so now we are going to move on to the legendary duelist. Finally, uh, we're going to talk about some of the uh, level up cards and some skill cards, some some level up skills. We are not going to talk about farmable drops because um, you know we could we could do this podcast for two hours, but. Not really worth it at this point. We 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 could save it for another week basically. So we're gonna save the farmable drop cards for another week. Um I myself have not farmed any of the duels because we haven't had time to talk about it, so we don't really know what is the priority, who's the first person you need to farm. Yeah, we'll we'll cover that in the coming weeks. Yep. Um so let's talk about yusei's cards. Changer Synchron. This is one you get three of. It's a machine tuner with zero zero, one star. If this is sent to the graveyard for a Synchro Summon, select one monster your opponent controls and change its battle position. So One thing I noticed about the Synchros is they're not the strongest monsters in terms of attack and defense. So this could help your Synchro win the first fight on the board. That's something, I guess.
1: Yeah. It seems like, like you said, they're kind of in between. Where a lot of them, I mean, they're, they all, I think they all, right, require at least two cards to summon. Yeah. But they're all... They tend to be kind of as strong as often more like a one-tribute monster for a lot of them, even though they require two cards. So it's more similar to a two-tribute. So I think you're right. Um, the speed, I guess, is that price you're paying for it because you got to go fast. But this helps make up for that uh, reduced power.
0: It all fits together with the theme of 5Ds, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's speed. <laughs> Sonic Warrior uh 10000 if this is sent to the graveyard all level 2 or lower monsters you control gain 500 attack i think it's a support for junk decks that's what the point of it is but it doesn't seem really good
1: yeah i mean it's that same problem that we were talking about before it's like why are you making your level 2 guys stronger when level 2 guys are so weak um it's you're not playing the level 2 guys usually to be attacking through stuff so uh this isn't it's
0: kind of like okay this is a mostly irrelevant thing. Axe Warrior 4-star 1,800-800. If this card attacks an opponent's monster, this card gains 400 attack during the damage step only. If this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle until your next standby phase, this card becomes level 2, and its original attack and defense are halved. So this is kind of like the um, card from the box that gains Blader, Junk Blader. It becomes a 4-star 22 uh, I guess it's flexible because it loses levels, so that kind of helps out with Synchros, but uh, it's probably not going to stay on the board the next turn. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Shield Warrior we talked about last week. It's uh, it's kind of like um, Bacon Saver, but worse. It's a 3-star 800-1600. During damage calculation, either player's turn, you can banish this card from the graveyard. Monsters you control cannot be destroyed by this battle. So yeah. It's kind of like a bacon saver, but worse. Kinda. Finally, yeah, finally. It hits more than one monster, that's cool. And finally, the level 30 reward is Unknown Synchron. It's a zero, zero, 001 star machine tuner. If your opponent controls a monster and you control none, you can special summon this from your hand. You can only use this effect once per duel. <laughs> so. Anytime you could cheat out a Synchro or a Tuner, it's pretty good because it saves them from being, like, two normal summons. It's, sa- it's the speed of um, getting it out.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then the one star is actually pretty cool, too, because there's a couple, like, it makes it way easier to summon a, uh, a five star, of course. But also just sometimes it's hard to fit it exactly right with the stars, so the one star might help.
0: And you say skills mark of the dragon head. This one is the one we don't really like. You, I mean, you add two junk synchrons to your deck, and one Stardust Dragon, but you do have the Stardust Dragons available. So this is a budget thing if you don't have the Stardust Dragon, I guess. But
1: yeah, so I guess now is a decent time to talk about it. They did an interesting thing. We were talking about how they were going to work with the fact that the uh, the characters like Ace Monster, it was also in the box, and then um, what what they were going to do with these Ace Monsters. And their solution, I guess, for Synchros was that the various characters were not going to get the Ace Monster. They were going to get a skill that let them have the Ace Monster. I think it's an interesting workaround. Um, It is unfortunate, like you said, that it makes your deck worse because you have to run a 22-card deck and... uh, I mean, I guess for this specific one, you can get that workaround because you can instead, if you want, you can buy the set. So it's kind of a, you have like a, a budget option where you don't have to buy the box and then a version where you can make it a bit better if you do want to buy the box. But it is an interesting decision. What what do you think about that?
0: I have a feeling they're going to release them in the future sets. Like one, like a, each box is going to have one. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting that- too. Yeah, I could. Seems unfair that they wouldn't have it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But then also, like, I I also wonder how. I guess it probably makes sense that they would just kind of make synchros part of everything now, right? Even though it it, it's weird to balance the different worlds because it kind of breaks the whole original world, uh, dual monster world, or whatever, and even the GX worlds, like. I don't know, it breaks their feel, right? That every box now, yeah. from now on, will have synchros, and whereas these characters, if they're opening packs, they're just going to be like, what's
0: this? But whatever, doesn't really matter. So. <laughs> uh, Yusei also has two skills called attack boosters. Attack booster level 2, increase the attack of all level 2 or lower monsters on your field by 200. It's kind of like a tie that binds, it's a wash. It's better when you have one monster, but it's tied or the worst when you have two or three, so this is for and it again
1: has that weird thing where it's like you're buffing level two monsters but level two monsters are so weak anyway that even that buff even after that buff they're not going to win fights with stuff so it's kind of weird like why is this a thing
0: a four card setup you need like everything that helps a level two to make them equivalent to something yeah i mean i think the point is that you
1: use the junk guy right and then it gets buffs from your level two guys who are buffed, so it's like you're doubling up on the buffs and stuff. So, and then he's, he's big made enough that he can attack through stuff, but it's just not very exciting. And it seems the like wetlands late.
0: and the wetlands can't forget that's Twelve hundred right off the bat. So I mean, can't, <laughs> that's that. That's how you make level twos work. You play wetlands, twelve hundred attack, boom. It's it. like three of these cards. <laughs> Finally, attack booster synchro warriors. Until the end of the turn, warrior synchros on your side of the field will gain 100 attack times their level. This can be used once per turn. I actually like this skull a lot. It's kind of like the old school beatdown with more upside. They get 500 to 700 attack. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a huge buff. Um, It it does remind me, it's kind
1: of like a buffed new beatdown even because uh, you would think of it like the synchro monsters are... Are going to be your big guys who would get hit by the beatdown anyway, right? So, this is yeah. just uh, like beatdown; it doesn't target your smaller guys. But once you get out a few synchros, it's you're getting this huge buff, and like you said, it's going to be probably like twice as good as a beatdown or something.
0: Souza becomes a thirty-two hundred. Wayne becomes a twenty-six hundred. Those are just the two I remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the the bob the bummer. Sorry, is that you have to run warrior synchros, so you can't run whichever synchros you want. Yeah. But in a specific deck where this can work, you know, it could work really well if we have that deck.
0: Talk about Akiza Rose Fairy. We talked about last week. It's basically a six hundred a three star monster. If it's added from your deck to your hand by an effect, you can special summon it. So it's, you cheat out a three star monster, or for your tuning. Cool. This card we did not talk about. Mystic Macrocarpa Seed, 3 star 500, 1000 plant tuner. Cannot be used as a synchro material except for the synchro summon of an earth monster. You can target one earth monster on your field. On the field, reduce its level by one. You can use this effect up to twice per turn. So this limits you just to the earth synchros, that's the only reason you would run this card. It does modify levels, so that's something I guess.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting thing to quickly note in terms of game design is that uh, for a lot of early Yu-Gi-Oh, levels were mostly irrelevant, and the only levels that mattered were the chunks of 4 and lower, 5 versus 6, and then 7 plus. And so now, modifying levels actually matters a lot more with Synchros. They've done other things, of course, where it did matter as well, Um, but this... Since synchros have to be exact, whereas like Ritual Summons you could go over, it's, it's really important now that you can modify levels. So lowering levels is kind of a cool effect that's kind of the most relevant
0: now than it's ever been. Yeah, it's a new deck-building skill and just the play skill to, to know the math of what you have left and how to modify your levels. So it's definitely a very skillful thing, I think. Overdoomed Line is a continuous trap. If a plant monster is special summoned from the graveyard to your side of the field, it gains 1,000 attack while this card is face-up on the field. Destroy this card during your second end phase after activation. There's two cards that work with this, Giga Plant and Lord Poison. That's all I gotta say. 1,000 attack buff. Cool. <laughs> Thorn of Malice. This is a card you can actually get from farming her. Equip spell. Equip to only Black Rose Dragon or any plant. It gains 600 attack. If the equipped monster attacks defense, inflict piercing. If the equipped monster attacks a monster after damage calculation, the attacked monster loses 600 in defense attack and defense. Any An opponent's monster that battles with the equipped monster cannot be destroyed by that battle. So What this does is you do the, the Black Rose Dragon. You flip him into attack. It has zero attack. You hit into it, so it's like a full direct attack. And you're basically holding it up so it's still alive. And then your other monster attacks it. So it's like a one-turn kill thing.
1: Okay. I mean, it's still an equip card, so we hate those. Yeah. But uh, I can see that specific kind of OTK potential. I don't think it's probably going to be uh, like
0: meta-relevant, though. Botanical Lion, level 30 reward, 4-star, 1,600, 2,000. So that's decent stats there. It's a plant. This card gains 300 attack for each plant you control. Control of this face of card cannot switch. So it starts off as 1,900 because it includes itself. And it can't be stolen by Econ.
1: <laughs> Seems good. Uh, like you said in your little notes here, Vampire Vamp uh, and also like Relinquished, it's not taking control of it, right? So that might. If, it might still work. equips us. it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but you do control equips, so I'm not sure. Yeah, it's hard to say. Someone will have to tell us. Someone who knows the rules better will have to tell us if the sucks still work. But you're right, this is just a solid card. I mean, right, a 4-star
0: 1900 with upside uh, is just a very good card. Um, Her Mark of the Dragon, which is called Mark of the Dragon Foot, is probably the best one because you could play with the Black Rose Dragon, which, as we mentioned, can do that ability, and it could also blow up the entire field, including itself. So there's that, and you have two Copy Plants as well.
1: Yeah, don't forget that it blows up yourself. Because so, yeah.
0: I have definitely accidentally done that. I just did it just to see what happens because I didn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> our other skill is called "What grows in the graveyard." And you start out with a card called Dark Verger in your graveyard. It's a plant with zero attack and two, a thousand defense, two stars. When a plant type tuner monster is normal summoned, you can special summon this from the graveyard. So it's a setup card, basically. Cool. And you could get Dark Virgin from farming her. Pro Hogan. Talked about the Blackwing cards. So I think I'm going to skip them. Jinn is not very good. <laughs> uh, um, the one-star tuner, so that's something to consider. Blackfeather beacon we did not talk about. Trap card. Activate only when you take damage from a card effect. Special summon one level four or lower Blackwing from your hand. So I think you have to do it yourself. You, you can't really affect uh, rely on... Effect damage from the opponent. We're not playing a burn meta anymore. So. Yeah. Black Wing revenge trap card when a winged beast monster you control is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard. Special summon two black wing tokens, zero attack, eight hundred defense, two stars each. I actually like this card. Um it, it just leaves two things on the board. You could synchro, you could tribute summon a two tribute monster. You could do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Ghibli, we talked about last week. Elf and the Raven, we like and we talked about as well. So um, that's that. His skills. Ark of the Dragon Tail. This gives you Blackwing Dragon and also Blizzard the Far North. Blizzard the Far North is a really good tuner because it could get like three things out on the board. But Blackwing Dragon is not very good. It's very it's that burn reflector, signer dragon that we discussed. So. Really situational. Alrighty. And finally, Blackwing Rising. Until the end of the turn, one Blackwing, and dragon, or Blackwing Synchro Monsters on your field will gain 200 attack times the number of Blackwings on your field. So you get, like, 400 max, I think. Yeah. Crow Hogan seems like a less useful character for the card pool we have.
1: Yeah, that does seem like a pretty bad skill. I don't know why you'd run that.
0: Only two characters who look exactly the same. I'm not going to be able to tell them apart because they look exactly the same. (laughs) You do. (laughs) I didn't unlock them, so I don't know what they look like, but
1: okay. They
0: have the same color hair as Cyrus. They both have the same face and eyes. (laughs) Kids. Gadget driver... Um... This, ba- this card basically changes the position of a Morftronic Moxers. And Morftronic Moxers do different things when they're in attack or defense, so they're basically morph- they're like, uh, morphing each themselves. Um, they're like Transformers, you know, they're morphing themselves. And um, this card does that.
1: There you go.
0: Factory of 100 Machines is bad. Don't play that card. Um, <laughs> Morftronic Monitron. Continuous Trap. When a Morftronic Moxer is summoned, you can change it into Defense Mode. There you go, you get the Normal Ability, and then you get the Defense Ability. Okay, yeah. Morftronic Cameron. When in an Attack Mode, this card. It, when this card is destroyed by battle, you can Special Summon one level 4 or lower Morftronic from your hand or graveyard. When in Defense Mode, Morftronic Moxers cannot be targeted by effects. That's a weak monster though, 800 600. Morph-tronic smartphone. Machine <laughs> Tuner 100 100. You, you, this card obviously did not come out in 2003. <laughs> just, just from the name. Cannot yeah. um, be normal summoned set. Must first be special summoned by banishing a Morphtronic monster from the graveyard. When in attack mode, Once per turn, you can roll a six-sided die, excavate that many cards from the top of your deck, add one excavated morphtronic to your deck, shuffle the rest back to the deck. When it's in defense mode, once per turn, you can roll dice, look at that many cards, and then put them in the top or bottom of your deck in any order. So it's a scry ability. It's an excavate ability. You could draw. It does a lot of things.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: And his skills all have to... hit Him and Luna have the same skills. So... Courage and Strength is the way you play Power Tool Dragon. uh, We don't have it right now, so it's an equip card, basically. Equipment Exchange is used when you have 3,000 or lower uh, life points. And it's basically switcheroo. You send an equip card back to your deck, and you draw a card. Yeah, except it has to be an equip card. And also, Equipment Restock is the endless Trap Hell version for equips. So you have to have three equips in your graveyard... You get one of them back, and you send the rest into your deck. So it's copying Endless Trap Hell.
1: Yeah, and Endless Trap Hell is obviously very good right now, so copying it seems like a good start, but it's just...
0: Equip cards are so much worse than Trap cards, so I don't I don't like it. All right, I'm not going to talk about Luna's cards, because we actually talked about the relevant ones last week. Um, Sunny Pixie, Sunlight Unicorn, Regulus, we talked about all of them last week. She gives out ancient elves, which is interesting. It's a fourteen fifty vanilla that Yugi has, and Spirit of the Breeze is a card that Chaz has. So she just has like leftover cards, which is kind of weird. That's weird. She didn't have enough cards to give her, and it's just like, "Let's just give these people these cards." Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what. So
1: basically, I don't know this world very well, um, but it sounds like this character's just like why does this character even exist if it has a lot of the same stuff? You said it has the same skills as Leo, has the same
0: cards as these other guys. I don't... Well, it's slightly different than Leo. Okay. Somewhat. It's, a, it's about field cards. but It's the same type of skill. Gotcha. Um, I guess the skill that's kind of important is Marco the Dragon Hand. It's the only way to play Ancient Fairy Dragon. And I also like her tuner a lot, Spore. Spore is a 400-800 plant tuner with one star... If this card is in your graveyard, you can banish one other plant monster from your graveyard and special summon this card. It gets its level of the banished monster. increases its level by the banished monster. Okay. It's a big tuner, basically.
1: Yeah, so I guess that's the reason why you play her. Or why she exists.
0: Her, her skills are called Field Exchange and Field Restock. And they're the switcheroo version of the field and <laughs> the endless trap hell version of Field Spells. Which is extremely useless.
1: Yeah, the field restock is terrible because unlike traps and uh, even equips, you can play multiple traps or equips. You can only have one field out at the same time. So to get three in your graveyard just means that you, like, I don't know, killed your own fields and stuff. Like, that's just seems pretty bad. Uh, I'm sure there's a few fields where it could especially at some point in the future, become relevant. Like, there's probably something that exists in the card pool where this skill might be useful at some point, but this just seems pretty bad.
0: Yeah. The stretch to make a skill work, and then, why are you even playing the game? I guess if you don't care about winning, I guess. (laughs) Alright, we're going to fly through the rest of this stuff. Reprint boxes are back for a limited time until October 5th. I actually opened the reprint mini and I got a cosmic cyclone on my first try. I feel like I don't think I felt like getting any more after that. My luck was gonna be a lot worse. You used it all up. Cause I only had one cosmic cyclone ever, and this made this made it even uh, I have a more respectable too now, so that's great. Yeah. Are you buying through any of the reprint boxes?
1: Uh I haven't yet. I'm looking through it now. I don't think the first reprint box has anything I'd really need or want in it. So, let's see the second one. Um, I'll think about the second one. There's a couple things in here I might want, but probably not. It's looking like a no for me, dog.
0: Yeah, I might just do the one and I'm done. Because I got the Cosmic Cyclone I needed, so... Yeah.
1: But I bought through the Finny Box, so I'm good on that. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I think I have, like, two... Cosmic Cyclones already, like you said, a very respect. Yeah, I already have two. The only things I'm be missing is the Red eyes Slash Dragon. If I wanted another, if I wanted to like actually play that deck, but it's no longer relevant. Um, Sandgan, of course, has some relevancy, and King of the Swamp seems like a really good card, especially for farming. I only have one of that. That's kind of like the one card that I really want.
0: i D's release tickets. It's a great way to get cards from events you missed out on, some prismatics for farming, and some ranked rewards if you don't get 100 or 120 uh, wins a month. Um, know that they're all different. Every card is different. For some reason, they have different reward pools. And don't waste your dream ticket on cards that you can get for free. <laughs> Spend them on main box cards.
1: Yeah, definitely the best use is to uh, get those cards that you would otherwise have to buy like hundreds of packs to get. Um, As far as I understand it, there's also an alternative Blue Eyes art, I think I saw someone on Reddit say, uh, that is otherwise really rare because you can only get it if you played like at the beginning of the game on mobile or something like that. Uh, So if you're a collector, then there's like one specific copy of the Blue Eyes art that you otherwise only have one copy of or none or something. I don't know. I don't care about alternative
0: art very much. So that's not what I'm going to be getting. But, be mindful of that. Imagine they're giving out a card that you can only get if you were like in a Duelist Festival in Japan. Yeah, I'm sure people would go nuts over that. There's a card back for that already. There's a good Duelist Festival card back. (sighs) Yeah, I don't care about those either. But, I could see people getting pretty into that. Changes to Duel World. As mentioned, the standard Duelists are a lot tougher with their level 57 decks. The Knight one is especially dangerous, I think. to get the two uh, 3,000 attack guys out in one turn.
1: I'm not sure if I've faced that one yet. Maybe my
0: my guys are weaker than yours? Are you not uh, stage 59? Mm, I don't know. Alright. Well, I lose a lot of games, that's all. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I haven't
1: really cared about the stages except for to unlock characters and stuff, so... Uh, I don't even know what stage my other worlds are at.
0: Doesn't really matter. Well, though. yeah, it affects what what levels your guys are your your standard duelists are in. Yeah, um, dual school has been renamed dual trials, but it seems the same. How dare uh, they? And we can't call it dual school anymore. They're ruining our show. Gem pickup spots are mostly in the same location, except for the trash can, which is in the cooler. And that's in the middle of the screen, so sometimes you have to duel someone before you can open the cooler.
1: Oh, okay. I was just, like, switching worlds because I hadn't figured out what was going on.
0: Yeah, a lot of people thought that they nerfed the game (laughs) by getting rid of that, that spot.
1: Yeah.
0: There is new music, which I like. I like the music of the dual world. And Chloe tells us that we're the worst. And that's the way Konami got us in the game. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I love
1: that one. Yeah, it's already memed. You wanted to meme it first, and I told you to hold off, and then I I ruined it for you because someone else memed it. But good meme potential there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I like her character as well. She was like, oh, I'm so... There's like the class thing I was talking about. I never watched 5Ds, but there's like a upper crust and then poor people, and she was like, oh, I'm talking down on the poor people and stuff. Uh, great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, upcoming news: Dualathon is coming back. There's probably be like two cards or one card that they're giving out. Esperoba's uh, team event with new skill. Spunky Jaden. <laughs> Awkward. Spunky Jaden. Not sure if they know yeah. how words translate into English. Yep. We're not going to um, go yeah, into that. That's okay. Get yep. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Zane is back. Zane is back with a new skill, so Ruxin can finally get Zane. Uh, he, he missed out on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Atsu Trudge is obtainable late October, so this is one of the snare Duelists with the police deck. Um, so another character to get. And finally, in November, a special character. We don't know who the special character is.
1: Cool. Some another unlock, I guess? Or, Possibly. or do we
0: think it's just pre-unlock. fighting someone? Yeah, pre-unlock. Okay. Well, that's cool. Tristan in like a and a mask. <laughs> Speaking of Tristan, uh, say's voice actor is the same one as Tristan's. Oh. I, I just listened to it for the first time. And it's like, oh, that's Tristan.
1: That's cool. I don't play with sound, so I don't know about this new music or these voice actors or
0: anything. Well, Hogan sounds like Rex Raptor. Yeah, well, by the same guy. Okay, that's cool. All right, we are finally done. Thank you very much for listening and getting through all the cards and skills and characters in 5Ds. We will touch on the farmable uh, cards soon. Yeah, and a little bit uh, more like strategy instead of just
1: reading new card text and stuff. All of that normal stuff will be coming back uh, in the coming
0: weeks. Uh, listen and subscribe to our podcast on any of our searches. Just search the Dual Assessment Podcast and you'll find us. Um, give us reviews. Check us out. Check out the podcast and more on our website thedualassessment.wordpress.com. We have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash dual underscore oh shoot. Facebook.com slash the dual assessment. Help well, support our work. Patreon.com slash dual underscore assessment. Send us an email. We I, I, we actually got an email recently. The at gmail.com. Uh Twitter, dual underscore assessment, me at GreenRangerCCG, Ranger deck Tech at HS Deck Tech. Do we wanna like read that email? Or is Well, it- oh, I was just helping I was helping Squeaky Potato locate um, locate the podcast on Google Play Music. Oh, okay, right, right, right. And I, I helped I helped them through it, so that's all that matters. Cool. Alright. Thanks for listening and we will see you next week. See you guys.